Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week we're talking about stalker cards. (laughs) (laughs) So um, stalker cards are those cards that you just keep pulling. Like you're like, okay, I'm going to pull a card today. And then it's the same card you pulled the day before. Or you pull a card later in the day and it's the same card. Or you just like are pulling them periodically throughout the week and you get the same damn card. And you're like, WTF, I just want some different information here. Do you get those? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I get so many. <laughs> and and what's interesting, it can go either way. It can, it can go either like, oh, this, this is just like a really, I need to really look into this kind of intuitive. Like this is giving me some information and maybe I'm busy in my life and I just haven't taken the time and it just keeps popping up. It's like, Hey, listen, listen, listen. Or it's one that I don't like. like the either it's the imagery or the message is on the negative side since I tend to be more positive it's more on the negative side and I don't like it and I keep pulling it and I'm like no no not again (laughs) you ever have that feeling like you want to take that one out of the deck and then just pull without it in there I say, oh, maybe I should just pull another card. Right. A clarifying (laughs) card. I need a clarifying card right now. Yes. Yes. So I have a, I got this new deck a few weeks or a month or something, six weeks ago. I don't know. Anyway, I got this new deck called the Hush Tarot and um, I love the imagery in it. Love the imagery in it. It's beautiful. But I keep pulling the Six of Cups. And I'm annoyed with it. So I just keep annoying, keep ignoring it. I'm like, oh, there's that card again. I guess I better pull a clarifying card, right? Um, yep. And I've been reading it intuitively. I haven't actually taken the time to sit down and like look it up. I tend to, when I pull cards, often just read them intuitively and see where it lands and journal from that place. Um, so today was the first day that I actually looked at the book and I was like, oh, this is a really different message than where I was going with it. And now maybe I'll listen to it differently. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of like, so the next time you pull it, but then I'm wondering if you won't, if you will stop pulling it now. (laughs) Probably. Thank God. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, because it's the message. I got the message, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like sometimes, you know, when you, something that just keeps coming back, keeps coming back, keeps coming back. And you're like, okay, this is a learning moment. I guess I need to learn something here. I go, okay, it's still coming back. And then it might, you know, you're so, I'm guessing that every single time it comes back, you're supposed to be learning in a different way instead of like the same way, like straightforward. Like or maybe be, you're not, oh. yeah. Maybe you're not getting exactly the point. You're like, oh, you're looking at it from one angle when really there's another direction to look at it from. Ooh, I like that. So I'm going to, I'm going to, with that insightfulness, you just said, Emily, I (laughs) going to talk about the cards that I've been pulling a lot. And that is the eight of cups. Oh, right. So we're in, we, you and I are just hanging in the cup realm. We got the, we got the cups. Give me all the feelings. Give me all the feelings. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Which is, 
I actually am a little refreshed. I am very refreshed by this card because I pick swords a lot mm-hmm. and the swords just there, they are like a sword. They feel like <laughs> they cut me. They feel like they cut me every time. <laughs> I mean, I know there's some swords. I mean, there's messages there, you know, but it, sometimes I want it a little bit more gentle, you know? Okay. Anyways, I'm on the cups and I'm really, this picture on the writer weight is of a person with a staff and they're walking towards mountains and there's water and then these cups are stacked. Um, so I, I kind I've been looking into this because I keep picking it and I pick it in my full moon readings and my new moon readings and like all these different readings. For and how it long? Feels how like, long have you been picking it? Well, I looked back in last year's journal. Oh, I have my tarot journal. And I was picking it all through the year last year. <laughs> oh, like maybe once a week, honestly, it, it was, it was, it's been quite a theme. And now that I'm actually looking back, I'm kind of astounded that I've actually picked it that many times. Like, I'm glad that I have a journal now because, and now that I've cycled through a whole year, I can actually look back and see, wow, girl, you get, you've been getting this a lot. and. And I think what you're, what you were saying, Emily, is getting the message in different ways. Uh-huh. Cause I can't imagine that I've been picking this card for almost a year. And then it's like trying to tell me, well, maybe it's telling me the same message. <laughs> well, what's the message? Well, the message that I'm getting right now is, um, I mean, for me, it's a big thing is, is traveling or moving with, um, what I'm feeling. So like moving with my feeling through that moving place, like this, it feels like very much of an action card for me. Cause this person is mm. actively hike, hiking, which I actually just in the last year got into hiking with my family. So that's interesting. Oh, that's beautiful. Emily just picked one for her deck. This is the eight of cups from my deck. Wow. Really different imagery. So different. Yeah. There's a ginormous owl that's overseeing this, this woman. girl. Yeah, a woman. A woman who looks like she has a flower on her head. I don't know what's going on there. And I have owl, owls that live in my forest. You do. <laughs> I do. Anyway, sorry, you were on a tangent about moving through your, not tangent, but like you were telling the story of the card, <laughs> which is moving through your feelings uh, or moving with your feelings. Yes. With them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I feel like, um, I'm a, like, I'm a very emotional feeling person and that's where I usually start, um, before I do things, (laughs) I feel them first and then I do things, you know, Uh I feel stuff and then I make, so I'll have some stirring and then I'll make an action from that stirring, you know, um, So maybe this is me. I don't know. (laughs) Well, so what's interesting is I always think about the eight of cups as an escape card, like walking away from the feelings, leaving the feelings behind, get me the heck out of here. Um, Like I'm picturing it in another deck that I have where it has this woman in a ball gown and you just see her back as she's walking away from all these cups behind her. Yes. yes. Um, So there's like this theme of escapism that I always associate with the card. Does that resonate (laughs) for you at all? Hi, um, Emily, you know me. How dare you? 
just trying to keep it real here, Veronica. Wait, That's all. are you calling me out right now? Yes, I do. Publicly. Resonate. I'm publicly yeah. calling you out. <laughs> I do re- resonate with escapism. Um, I do like to leave things that I don't like. <laughs> As do most of us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like to sit into the uncomfortable place. Um, though I can, I can sit in the uncomfortable place. It doesn't, you know, but I also find myself using, um, unhealthy coping mechanisms sometimes to move me through it as opposed to, oh yeah, Emily's got something <laughs> because well, I'm moving through using my unhealthy Well, you just made a shift in your life right now, like in the last month of trying to recalibrate yourself and step back into healthy coping strategies, right? Yeah. Not like, not like Veronica's like crazy unhealthy coping strategies. You know, she was not like raging and shutting the bar down every night, but (laughs) (laughs) we all have different versions of what is healthy and unhealthy for us. (laughs) But it definitely was not working for me. Let me put it that way. Right. Right. Yeah, it was toxifying my mind and and my body and allow and actually making me physically heavier and and mentally heavier and hard to get through the day kind of thing. So, yeah, I am really that this is really amazing. I love that we're talking about this. So this has been my stalker card recently and apparently uh-huh. my stalker card is telling me something. <laughs> Yes. On multiple levels. And I'm, I'm grateful that you brought the escapism part because I see this person in action moving, but th- they are, this person <laughs> is moving away. <laughs> they're not and moving me, with their feelings. They're moving, no, away. they're moving away and they're moving towards the mountains, which for me, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I want to go. Hi- I want to go to the mountains. I want to hike at the mountains. Like, and I also look at the outdoors too. And it's all like, it's a beautiful scenery. And then maybe I use, you know, nature and getting out sometime as a way of escaping from things um, and allowing myself, like, you know, in meditation, when they say leave stuff behind, as opposed to like integrating it and looking at it. I mean, there's different ways of dealing with your stuff, yes. you know, um, and I do tend to go towards meditation, moving away, you know, putting that stuff behind as opposed to looking at mm-hmm. it, you know, mm-hmm. so Cool. Cool. So what, what do you do with the stalker card? I mean, for, so for me, if I have a card that just keeps coming up and coming up, um, I eventually have to really look at it. And like we were saying in the beginning, pulling clarifying cards, you know, really sitting with that card and sometimes even sleeping with it under my pillow to be like, what is the message you're trying to give me? Cause clearly I'm not getting it and you keep showing up and I'm tired of learning it because I'm not learning it right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is my impatience with my process right I'm like come on yeah. let's go I want I want the message and I want to work on it and I want to get it done um, yes but it doesn't always work that way and I also think sometimes I've had cards that pop up over and over again and I realize that they are a prophecy that I'm not getting in the moment that I'm not able to see in the moment but it might be a direction I'm headed or it might tell of something to come that I'm not quite getting until I'm in it. And then I'm like, oh, well, now this makes sense. Um, so yes. that, there's so many different ways to look at how these cards are coming up. And yes. yeah, and what they mean. Actually, another uh, piece about this eight of cups that I've looked at is the, the idea of 
like journey because this, this person looks like they're on a journey mm-hmm. um is that maybe well in the future maybe I will be going on a journey like either physically or emotionally like I mean I'm emo- I feel like I'm always I feel, I feel like everybody is always on an emotional journey, but so I was looking at more the physical self of, of like, maybe I'm actually going to go somewhere where there's water. Cause I mean, it's all about water and there's this whole lake and these beautiful mountains. I'm like, Oh, well, actually I am going somewhere with water. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to Glacier National Park. So maybe. <laughs> right. So there's that. Um, but I think there's, there's all these layers, right. And this is the thing with tarot is that you have the you have the intuitive hits that you get, you have the literal hits that you get. And, and that's mm-hmm. going to vary from card to card, from, excuse me, from deck to deck, because every deck, although many of them have, you know, similar themes that show up in their imagery, some of them, you're just like, what, this is like pulling that card today, showing you that uh, eight of cups in this other deck. It's like totally different. And so the vibe that you get when you look at it is totally different. So how are you reading your stalker card or any card? But since we're talking about stalker cards, uh, how are you reading your stalker card? Are you coming at it intuitively? Are you coming at it from the literal imagery that you're seeing? Um, Or are you diving into kind of all of the underlying meaning that you might find in different books or guidebooks um, or the numerology? Or are you focusing on the suit? and the energy that comes with that. Like, how are you looking at it? And I feel like the more often we get a card, like when it pops up over and over again, it's really inviting us to look at it from all those angles so that we get a more comprehensive picture of what the message could be or is. I agree with that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, and I think, you know, when we pick it over and over and over again, I, it gives us that opportunity. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And like, like it gives us that opportunity to look at it in a different way. Um, so more like this eight of cups is like, oh, love, like I'm actually the imagery and I can sit with that. I'm like, lovely. That's nice. You know, there's some ones that you pick that aren't so great. Sure. Were you going <laughs> like, to use I an picked, example? Yeah. I, I picked the nine of swords. Oh Yeah. And, and I picked that one, I've been picking that one like pretty, pretty regularly. And it's one of those that I pick and I'm like, no, <gasps> like I do. I feel like that inside myself, not again, not again. I don't want this. And I actually haven't really, I mean, I looked at it a couple times, but I've kind of pushed that card aside and have not wanted to look at that because I mean, it's the pic, I mean, the picture in the writer Wade is like this person laying in bed, sitting up and they're crying. Like they just woke up from a nightmare. Right. It's, it's weighted. It's depression. It's the anxiety. Yes. It's, you know, grief. Yeah. All of it. But I also think yeah. that it can be really future focused because when we get into it's future or past, it's not present. So really, I think I can think about the nine of swords as being an invitation to invite us to be present. Because when we're in our depression, we're living in the past. When we're in our anxiety, we're living in the future. What happens if you come right back into the moment? It's like when you wake up from that nightmare and you're in your bed and you go, wait a minute, that was all in my mind. I'm actually safe right now in my bed, surrounded by cats and dogs if you're at my house and my husband who's 
far away because of the cats and dogs. Uh, <laughs> but but I'm warm, I'm safe, I can breathe. There is nothing to fear in this moment, you know. And and I think that really, even though maybe it's scaring you, I mean, you didn't ask for my opinion, but I'm telling you anyway. Uh, <laughs> you have, you can't help it. You can't help it. <laughs> but you pull you pull the nine the nine of swords if you keep pulling it. Yeah. You know, ask yourself, how am I not being present right now? Hmm. Wow. That's interesting. I have never looked at that card like that before. <laughs> I think I like, you can hear it. Like I said, I pick it and I say, no, yeah. like it's a block right away. I don't want insight because the picture is so off-putting. I was like, I don't want to be that person laying in bed crying. Like I do that. <laughs> yes. We all do that. Like I, and I've been to deep grief and gone all there. And I'm like, I don't want to go there again. You know what I'm saying? And I will. And I know that's part of life. Not now, <laughs> not right now, but I think the part of this is that your, um, your fear about what the car could mean actually keeps you from getting the message of just probably why you keep getting it. Yes, you're right. That's totally it. That's like when someone pulls the death card and they're like, no, right. Here's the nine of swords. I know y'all can't see this, but I have the nine of swords in this other deck wow. and it's a completely different image. Um, but it really is about thoughts. And this woman has all of this energy around her head and it's really focused on thoughts, which, you know, when you're looking at the sword, you're looking at, you're looking at air, you're yep. looking at thought. Mind. So, yep. Yeah. So just, you know, your thoughts. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. She looks like she's protecting her heart though, too. She she's does. Like closed in like. She's like, no, all my thoughts are bothering yep. me. Yep. Totally. Do you have any cards like that, that you pull that like, you pull and you're like, ah, I don't like that. Like, I will, I'll be honest. Um, the death card always gives me pause, even though I, I know intellectually that it is not, um, you know, it's, it's not about actually dying, <laughs> but for some reason, every time I pull it, that's my, like, I take a little gasp of breath. And I'm sure that has to do with the fact that I have really bad death anxiety. So, mm -hmm. um, I'm sure, you know, that's, I pull it and I'm just like, oh no. And I tend to hold on to things. I am not somebody who likes, I don't not like change. I, I want to be a person who embraces change, but when, I, when change is coming, I'm like, no, what if it's wrong? What if I hate it? I don't know. I can't handle this. Right. That's all my internal struggle on the outside. I'm like, here we go. And we're having an adventure and we're going to go do this change and it's going to be great <laughs> and full steam ahead. But on the inside, I'm like kind of dying a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so the death card is, uh, is one that definitely gives me like that. <gasps> and also the 10 of swords. That's another oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. With all the stores like, stabbed feels like in the back. Oh yeah. This feels like this climax, like with, with the, you know, the suit, if yes. you're reading it, you know, from, you know, the numbers from the numbers up to 10, it is this climax to like the ultimate, like you're stabbed to death. Like, <laughs> with 10 swords, like that's pretty, you know, intense imagery, you know, I think right. you have a card that even says everything is fine on it. Yeah, that's from, uh, let's see, that is from the modern witch tarot deck. Uh, so they, there's an extra 10 of swords in that deck and at the bottom, it says everything is fine. And it's really, I mean, I think the point of that is, is a little bit of funniness, but also the idea that so much of the swords are about what we create for ourselves. What, you know, what are the, um, 
I guess, the barriers that we put up for ourselves? How are the ways that we torture ourselves with our thoughts? And I'm like, I'm excellent at so, torturing oh myself. Yeah, so much. So good. I'm so good at like all, all the negative self-talk, all the what ifs, all the yeah. catastrophizing. Like I am most excellent at all of these deeds. So when swords pop up, I'm just all, damn it. But it's also a good reminder for me that, oh, I need to check myself here. What am I doing in my thoughts? How can I rein myself back in to find, you know, a, a place of peace versus this angsty torture that I like to manifest? So is that like a soccer card for you? Like a, a more, more negative, well, you know, I wouldn't say intense, it's a stalker I should say. card, but I would say stalker, so stalker suit. So I also okay. think sometimes you'll find that you, as you're regularly pulling cards, you're like, oh my God, I'm pulling all the cups. Like what yep. is happening here? Or I'm pulling all the pentacles. What's going on? What's this about? So I think sometimes we can get um, stalked with my air quotes that y'all can't see uh, by different suits and the energies that go with the element of those suits as well. And then it's time to look at that aspect of self. Yes. Definitely. I definitely would say swords are mine as well. Yeah. And I, I like, I started like I could, because I have a journal, I can see the progression of the suits and I can see where I started moving out of the swords and into the cups. And I was, oh. and actually I went from swords to pentacles to cups. So it's, I've been watching this progression as like in groupings and it's really, yeah, I'm, I'm loving looking at that and seeing, oh, well, what was going on in my life, in my mind, like that, that was actually move, like the cards were reflecting that. Yeah. So in other words, y'all should be journaling. <laughs> yeah. It's really helpful, especially yeah. just if you really want to look back yeah. um, or even just have some sort of insight and, um, as to like, you know, sometimes you get to a point where it's like, what is going on? You know, like, mm -hmm. why was this last year so hard for me? Or, you know, not that that's the final answer. It's just a piece of insight. Like, why was the last six months like a doozy? Yes, I know I had this, this and this, but why was it so hard on me? Like, right. like how, how did I, you know, and then moving through that, like, what's, what, what can I get from this? You know? Yeah. And I, I mean, I love the reason. Mm-hmm. Veronica, you just cut out for one second. You love what for a reason? I I love tarot for that reason. Oh, tarot for the reason. <laughs> yeah. I know you say tarot. I say tarot. I know. It's all right. Potato patata. Yeah. <laughs> tomato tomato. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's the tarot is really rich with with information and reflect space for us to reflect. You know, it's not, it's not just take it at face value. There's just so many layers. So I think that's one of the really beautiful pieces of it is that it can, it can invite us to look at ourselves from different angles, not just a card. Well, and I think that's that like, just kind of getting to like wrapping this up about soccer cards is like, that's, that's the magic of them. Yes. Like that is, that is their jewel. They're just like giving you this message over and over again, maybe in a different way, but they're just like, Hey, don't you, this is still happening. You know? <laughs> I love that idea. I'm like, I just pictured like pulling a gem out of my deck and being like, ah, here is yes. my, the golden gem. <laughs> 
sparkling, shining thing that I need to learn right now that just keeps coming back. So maybe it's again, about, again, <laughs> right, again and again, maybe it's about cultivating a positive relationship with your stalker cards. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, I know we could talk about this all day. There's so much to say. But for now, we'll just put a little pin in it and perhaps revisit in the future. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. I know. I feel like I could talk about Tarot for a very, very long time. I mean, we've done several podcasts about I them know. because, yeah, they're, it's just it's such just an amazing tool. tool. Yeah. I know. I know. Well, for this year, I, this calendar year, I was like, I'm going to pull a card every day and I'm going to journal it and I'm going to be like Veronica. And then... <laughs> that lasted for like a week and a half. And so for the month of February, um, I'm actually, I make, I have to make myself accountable to other people. I'm not as good at being accountable just to myself. I am when I get into a habit, but um, I am over in my Facebook group, just pulling a card every day and sharing it with everyone there to encourage everybody else to do the same. So maybe we can all hold each other accountable and share what we're taking away from our, our month of tarot pulling or Oracle cards. I, I'm actually switching decks every day. I'm, I'm going to do every other tarot, Oracle, tarot, Oracle, see what happens. Oh, that's cool. Right. Are you doing that on your Facebook wise women retreat? Yeah. I'm like in my group in the Facebook, the free Facebook group. So nice. Um, and I made a little like handout for people so they can like fill in. Uh, so if you're in the group, just know, go look in the files. There's uh, there is a little handout in there where you can fill in each week. What cards you pulled and do little reflections. And then there's a series of questions for the end of each week where you can look at like, what are the themes that came up? Um, yes. So nice. really, yeah, just good, good stuff. Anyway. Thanks, Emily. Thank you, Veronica. Thanks for sharing your stalker cards with <laughs> <Yeah>. us. <laughs> and everyone else, we'll be back next week. Until then, keep it magical. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by... You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you can do all those things. You could just <laughs> click the little stars, you know, and give us like little some comments. cold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. This must be so <laughs> there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.